Hey friends, are you craving connection on a deeper level with high caliber women? Well, I've got the perfect evening for you. If you live in the Twin Cities area of Minneapolis, St. Paul, or want to visit, I invite you to join me for an intimate evening of rich conversation, fabulous food, and new connections. Just send me an email at hello at barbarachurchill.com with the subject line, invite me to dinner, and I'll make sure to put you on the list to get all the information. This is happening early 2024, and you'll definitely want to be there. You are listening to episode one of the Create What You Crave podcast, the one where you find out why self-confidence is the answer to any question. Welcome to the Create What You Crave podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to be your best self as a leader at work and in life. If you want to bring more authenticity, more boldness, more clarity, and more fun to your world, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Barbara Churchill. Here we go. Hello, hello, and welcome, everyone. I am so excited to have you here with me today on this very first podcast episode of Create What You Crave. I am super excited to be here. This is my very first podcast. I've never done one of these before, and I've been wanting to do it for a while, so I'm super excited that you're here to join me for this. This is a place where I'm going to share a lot of goodness around self-confidence. I'm here to tell you. We're going to do a lot of sharing here. I'm going to also help you figure out why you're holding yourself back, all right? I want you to get ready to have fun because I'm all about the fun. And we're going to laugh, we're going to cry, and mostly we're going to go deep in how your mind works, all right? But first, I want to share a little bit about me so you get a sense of who I am and why I am an expert in the field of self-doubt and self-confidence. My name is Barbara Churchill, and I'm a master certified leadership and life coach. I've been coaching high-achieving professional women entrepreneurs or women that hold leadership roles in the corporate space for about 11 years now. I built and run three successful businesses. I'm an international speaker and a frequent television guest. So why you ask a podcast? Because I am on a mission to help women stop listening to that judgy voice inside their heads that says they don't measure up and they don't know enough and they aren't enough and all of that. I say, fuck that noise. There's nothing wrong with you. You aren't broken. You're more than enough. Just because your brain tells you otherwise doesn't mean that's true. I have struggled with lack of confidence for most of my life. And at times it was really debilitating. I held myself back from so much because I believed everything I was thinking about myself. And I'm here to tell you there is hope, a lot of it. If you and I were to meet, and I do hope that happens someday, by the way, because I'm very social, would love to see your face. If you and I were to meet, you wouldn't think that I lack confidence at all. I'm very outgoing. I love to meet new people. I love a challenge. I love trying new things. And if I let it, that voice of self-doubt and perfectionism creeps in like an octopus's tentacle winds its way around the corner. It can be crippling if it is allowed to sit and take hold. This is what I love coaching my clients on the most. 
Self-confidence isn't something you automatically have. It's not something you're born with or somebody has more of than you do. Self-confidence is a feeling. It's an emotion that you can feel in your body, just like all emotions. It's a vibration. It's something that you can create whenever you want to feel it. Think about that. I spent most of my life not feeling confident and now feel so confident that I've made it my life's work to help other women feel the same. And if I can do that, my friends, just imagine what's possible for you. So self-confidence is a feeling you create and you create a feeling by what you think. Isn't that great? If you want to feel more self-confident, you get to change what you think about yourself. That's the best news ever. This, however, takes self-awareness. This requires you to slow down and notice what your brain is telling you and decide if you want to keep thinking that. Think of your brain like a computer, okay? All you're thinking, your programming, if you will, is really old and antiquated. Your beliefs come from when you were a child. You learned what to think and believe from your parents, your grandparents, your old teachers, your friends, and our society as a whole, right? All those marketing messages coming at you from a TV in front of you and radio back in the day, podcast, whatever, right? All those messages were accepted by your brain as truth. And you've been operating from that system ever since. Your computer brain has millions of files stored. Most of them are negative, by the way. And because you can access those files instantly, they're the negative ones that you go to the most. That's the deal. Our brains are programmed to notice negative experiences more than positive ones. So if you want to feel differently and change the way you show up in the world, you just need to reprogram your brain. You got to delete those old files. It sounds simple, right? But here's the gig. Most people aren't willing to take the time or put in the effort to do this. And I totally get that. I mean, I've lived it, right? I grew up thinking nothing I ever did was good enough. Both my parents were perfectionists and set the bar impossibly high for me and my siblings. And I didn't want to cause problems. So I kind of became the rule follower, right? Now, if I'm being really honest, I kind of became a tattler. <laughs> my poor siblings. Sorry, guys. Here's my Here's my public apology to my siblings right now for tattling on everything they did. I mean, I wanted to get good grades. I did my chores. I tried hard not to get into trouble. I just wanted the teachers to like me, right? And all of that was so stressful. I even had an art teacher in eighth grade. I'll tell you, eighth grade, that year sucked for me. I'm telling you, it was hard. I had an art teacher tell me that I wasn't creative because I couldn't sketch a bowl of fruit that looked 3D, right? Why that is important in life, I do not know, but that's what she said. Then I had an English teacher who told me that I was a rotten writer. She said I was a terrible writer. Well, when you have two people in authority telling you you're in eighth grade, what are you, 14 in eighth grade, right? These are experts in the field. I took everything they said as truth, and that followed me for decades. And as I grew into an adult woman, I didn't trust my own inner wisdom. I didn't trust myself. I always looked to other people for answers because I believed they knew more than I did. I was afraid to stretch myself and really show up in the world in a big way. 
I was scared to share my big dreams for fear I'd be judged as, you know, oh, there she goes again. She's just so much. She's too much. I was told that a lot, that I was too much. You know, don't be so loud. Don't be so, oh my gosh. And I didn't want to share my dreams because what if somebody said they were ridiculous or they were unrealistic? And by the way, just on that note, aren't dreams by their very nature unrealistic because they're dreams? So when somebody shares a dream with you, just go with it. Don't squash it by saying it's unrealistic, right? Anyway, I digress. But here's the deal on this whole thing. I was so afraid to be the real me because I didn't want to get judged for it and or I didn't want to do it wrong. But the reality was that I was the one doing all the judging. That judge. You will hear me refer to this voice in your head a lot. It's the one that holds you back and keeps you playing small. And the result of listening to the judge for me was this. I was a grown-ass woman who divorced a man for cheating because he brought a date to our wedding. And by the way, that's going to be a whole nother podcast. (laughs) I married my soulmate. I birthed three kids, had one miscarriage, ran three successful businesses, got sober, had a double mastectomy, took care of elderly parents. I'm a badass, but I was too afraid to own my own brilliance. I had contorted myself into the smallest of boxes to fit what I thought I should be like, according to other people. I was the perfect daughter. I had to be the perfect wife. I had to be the perfect mom. Oh, my stars. It was all in my head. And I shoulded all over myself for years. And I know you do the same thing. I showed up as a watered down version of me. And it was exhausting. So much wasted use of my beautiful brain trying to fit inside boxes I was never meant to be in. My brain focused on the negative and continued to spiral in that negativity cycle. Remember, your brain is a computer and only as good as the program you input into it. I had other options, right? I could have chosen to think different things. I could have focused on building my businesses the way I wanted to rather than how other people said I should. I could have focused on learning to love myself for me and not a smaller version of me. I could have focused on how to bring more fun into my work. I could have really worked on believing in my own brilliance and owning it. I was always looking to the outside for help in fixing what I thought was wrong with me on the inside. So I would take course after course after course. I would get another certification. I can't tell you. I've got at least five certifications, right? Then that'll make me successful. That's what my thoughts were. What a load of crap. If Just knowing what to do is all it took to feel self-confident, then everybody would be able to do it and I would be out of a job. And I'm here to tell you, business is good. And that makes me happy on one end, but it makes me sad on the other. That's why I'm on a mission to help every single woman I can meet with their self-confidence. Knowing is good. Information is great, but it's not enough. Implementing is when things change. So if you're struggling with self-confidence, no amount of information is going to change that. Not webinars, not books, none of it. Not if you still believe you need to be perfect to succeed. Not if you continue to please others so you don't rock the boat. Not if you keep working harder and harder to prove to them that you're ready for the next level. 
Not if you beat yourself to a pulp when you procrastinate on yet another project. Creating what you crave isn't about everything going well and doing it right. Because there's going to be speed bumps along the way. And instead of flogging yourself, you get to evaluate it and see where things zigged when you really wanted them to zag. It's what you do when you hit those bumps, how you handle that, and whether you have your own back or not. Some of my clients come to me so scared to start this process of peeling back that onion on their thinking. It's been so scary inside their heads for so long. They're afraid to say these things out loud. They don't want to feel uncomfortable. But here's a newsflash, my friends. They already do feel uncomfortable. The discomfort that comes with all that judgy McJudgerson trash talking inside your head is way worse than taking a light and shining it on them. Think of it this way. When you were a kid, were you afraid of monsters under your bed? I know I was. (laughs) You'd lie in bed, heart racing, frozen in fear, covers up to your face, right? Because you knew that if you just so much as peeked a toe out of the covers, you'd be gobbled up by whatever crawled out from under your bed. Then you'd yell for your parents to come in. And then, of course, they would turn on a light or shine a flashlight under your bed just to prove there's nothing there. It's all safe. You can go back to sleep. It's the same thing with your brain. Noticing what you're thinking, really looking at it is shining the light on the monster thoughts that have been riding shotgun with you your entire life. That is some of what we'll be doing here. When you understand the programming your brain has been operating from, you get to choose to change the channel. It's your choice. Changing your thinking changes how you feel. And when you feel differently, you show up differently. And when you do that, your world starts to shift. I know this is possible because I see it in my clients every day and I've experienced it. It doesn't matter if you're at the director level or the CEO, whether you are a one-woman shop or you own your own business and have a ton of employees. When I finally stopped asking how and invested in myself by hiring coaches who helped me understand my mind, helped me with my self-doubt and my self-confidence, I became so much more confident and I was having way more fun. I created what I'd been craving all my life. I want that for you too. So over the course of this podcast, in these episodes, we're going to dive into what's been derailing you in your journey to feel more confident. I've created tools and I will share concepts that quite frankly are going to blow your damn mind. You're going to go from, I've never done this before. I don't know if I can do it to, I've never done this before. Hmm, I'm curious. I wonder if I can. I invite you to ponder this question. I'm a coach, so I'm going to give you homework, okay? I invite you to think about this. What's possible for me if I believe in myself? Oh, that's such a good question, right? I want to say it again, and I want you to just let it land. What's possible for me if I believe in myself? Spend some time with that this week, okay? daydream about it. Go one year into the future. What does that look like? Have you reached that next level? What decisions have you made? What have you let go of? Dive into this future version of yourself and allow all the visions to come forward. And if I can go from being told that I'm too much, 
being afraid of showing up because of what others might think, terrified of my own fabulousness to someone whose self-confidence is through the roof doing work I'm passionate about and totally okay with the knowledge that, you know what, not everybody's going to like it. I firmly believe that you can do it too. I created what I've been craving all my life. My clients are doing that and you can too. All right. Episode one, got that in the can, right? I'm so excited to get on this journey with you. I will see you next week. And until then, remember, I believe in you. Thanks so much for listening to the Create What You Crave podcast. I'm on a mission to help as many women as I can get out from under the weight of self-doubt and own who they are unapologetically. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, feel free to review it too, because I really want to hear from you. I invite you to learn more by visiting me at barbarachurchill.com. And if you know you're ready to take that next step, you can schedule a time for us to connect. I'll see you next week.